The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to the Dallin Catholic High School Gym here in West Des Moines. want to welcome all our listeners from Sioux City as... Uh, Head coach uh, Brian Drennan of the Sioux City Black Raiders, Sioux City East Black Raiders, uh, uh, said, hey, we have some fans up there. Listen to it. And, of course, I think it's being streamed on the Dowling webcast. Uh, it'll be streaming overhead uh, uh, through Huddle. So there's no audio through that. So you got to have to kind of mix your radios up, hook sync. You can know how to do that. You do it on your big screen all the time is what I, at least your family does we, during football. We sure do. Yeah. We sure do. I, uh, I think it's on YouTube, in yeah. fact, I saw. Yeah, I think that's, that's, uh, you're right. So. Folks in Sioux City, if you want to watch and listen, go right ahead. But I uh, want to welcome them. Well, the matchup tonight, Sioux City East and Dowling. Well, these two teams have one game into their history, and that was a couple years ago, Jimmy, where uh, Sioux City East, the Black Raiders, come down. Caitlin Clark now playing for Iowa in her second year there. It was a regional final. The winner goes on the Girls State Basketball Tournament, and here comes Sioux City East out of nowhere, came down and uh, knocked off uh, Dowling Catholic uh, back on February 25th, uh, 2020. 67-63, Sioux City East was led by Nyamir Dew, uh, or Naya Dew as she goes by. 27 points, 8 rebounds, and uh, knocked Dowling out of the uh, state tournament. Uh, Naya played for Iowa State yesterday in a non-conference game, and uh, she's been in the mix. She's been averaging, uh, I think, 6 points and uh, doing very well. But she transferred from Bowling Green to Iowa State, so she actually has all four years remaining. And she is scheduled to be here tonight. I think if you look in the crowd, you may see her. But uh, uh, Coach uh, Brian Drent said, yeah, she's going to be here after they played last night. I think they're on their little Christmas uh, hiatus. And remember that night very well because it was all Sioux City East. And you know when the team celebrates in your home court, you kind of remember that. And I think uh, for Dowling, some of, most of the girls, five of them that were freshmen, they were in middle school. They had no idea the game was even being played probably. But you know how that goes as far as coaches. I'm sure uh, – uh, Coach Meyer and uh, Coach uh, Danner have reminded the kids, hey, this is a pretty big game for a non-division game. I, I think you look back at that game, and, 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 it's, and it's a uh, it was it was a it was a game, and, and, a, and a defeat by the Maroons that night uh, that reverberated throughout the uh, throughout the state. Oh yeah, uh, it, it took out uh, Caitlin Clark uh, uh, from the state playoffs or the state uh, tournament down at Wells Fargo. Uh, but you look at, at 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 the team that that Sioux City East had back then two years ago, and you see four girls from that team uh, who played uh, significant minutes that night mm-hmm. playing in tonight's game. Uh, Taylor Drent uh, uh, for Sioux City East started that game, uh, had nine points. Uh, then you had uh, uh, Megan Cahalan, or, uh, Callahan coming off the bench as well as Kayla Benson. So they, they had some girls uh, who, who had uh, significant minutes that game, certainly remember that game, but as do the Maroons who played uh, that night. No question about it. The two gals you mentioned, Taylor Drent, Who's now the the leading scorer and senior for her playing for her dad uh, here at uh, at Sioux City East? Brian, uh, she was one of the starters. You mentioned had nine points and five rebounds. But uh, uh, Megan Callahan, Kayla Benson, and uh, uh, Kia Downs also came off the bench. They were sophomores at the time and seniors now. Let's take a look at tonight's starting lineups as we're about set. Danny O'Grady will uh, be getting the crowd. There's not a big crowd here. Sioux City East, not a bad turnout for driving three hours. They're going to drive a total of six hours plus maybe a stop to play an hour and 15-minute high school basketball game, Jimmy. So 
Uh, that, what does that say about dedication? You know, you're not surprised you don't see a big uh, student section tonight, seeing that today was the start of finals week, by the yeah. way. Yeah, that's right. Dowling has finals. What is it today, tomorrow, and I think Wednesday. Wednesday. And they, they're dismissed Wednesday. All right, let's take a look at the Black Raiders from Sioux City East. Uh, the head coach is Brian Drent in his fifth year, 57 wins, 42 losses. He's assisted by Leanne Steyer, Hannah Nickel, and Jenna Bork. And the Black Raiders will start this lineup at one guard. Wearing number two, Kylie Van, Van Drack. Van Drack, a 5'6 uh, senior. She wear, averages eight, eight and a half points a game. She'll wear number two. The other guard is Megan Callahan, as we just talked about, 5'6 senior, uh, averaging eight and a half points. She'll wear number four. And the third guard is Kayla Benson, a 5'6 senior, averaging nine points for CCD. She'll wear number 12. But one forward, Alex Flattery, a 5'10 sophomore, averaging Nearly nine points a game and five and a half rebounds. And she'll wear number 15. And finally, the other forward is Taylor Drent, the coach's daughter, a six-foot senior, averaging ten and a half points, six and a half rebounds. She leads the team in both categories. So the Black Raiders come in averaging 52 and a half points offensively, and they give up 40.3 points on defense. And now for Dowling Catholic, as the Black Raiders with the record of 6-2, and two, Dowling with the record of 8-0, Maroons are ranked number six. Uh, they're coached by Kristen Meyer, assisted by Joel Danner and Audrey Faber. They'll start this lineup. One guard, Ava Zedeker, 5'9", freshman, leading scorer, averaging 14.5 points, and uh, she'll wear number 13. The other guard is Julia Moore, a 5'4", junior, averaging 6.5 points. She'll wear number 21. At one forward, Lauren Frericks, 5'10", junior, averaging 8.5 points. And the other forward is Layla Tritton, Layla, a 5'8", freshman, averaging 5 points, wearing number 45 in the center is number 23, Emma Gipple, a 5'10 senior, averaging double-doubles, 12 points and 12 and a half rebounds, leads the team with 20 steals and 12 blocks, and she'll wear number 23 as uh, Dowling comes in again with a record of 8-0. We'll take a break and come back with the uh, tip-off between Dowling Catholic and Sioux City East. Along with Jimmy Catallo, I'm Mark Amadale here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why should I save myself for marriage? On February 14, 1992, I held 23 Punch-Out! Sesame Street Valentines and one Valentine starring the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I couldn't wait to give it to the one woman, well, girl, in my entire kindergarten class who I thought was special enough to receive it. Believe it or not, the gift of yourself is infinitely more precious than a Ninja Turtles Valentine, and it should be saved for more than just someone special who I love so much. When you give yourself to your husband or wife in marriage, you love like Christ, who gave his body up to sanctify his bride in a new covenant. In the same way, sex is only loving when it is a living out of the covenant of marriage. Otherwise, it's just lust. And so the more time you spend with Jesus, who is love and invented marriage, the more the beauty of sex will appeal to you, and the more the empty glamour of lust won't. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And welcome back to the Dowling Catholic High School Gym. Alongside uh, Jimmy Cataldo, I'm Mark Amadil. Jennifer Phelps back in the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios as our studio producer. And a nice introduction to Iowa Catholic Radio to uh, you and I, Mr. Cataldo, by the one and only, the voice of Dowling, at least the stadium voice of Dowling, Denny O'Grady. I don't think there's anybody more passionate about Dowling sports than Denny O'Grady. And that's, I say that with the, with the utmost uh, um, respect out of Denny and, and everything he does here. No question about it. I hear that from opposing coaches as he really gets into it. Coach Drent was here watching Sioux CDs play Dowling in volleyball earlier this fall. He was just here as a you know spectator supporting you know some of his kids that play volleyball. He says that guy got him all rolling. He's talking about Danny O'Grady. I wish some of the head coaches here would do that <laughs> once in a while. Get a little you know, I, you know, you guys are just so. Well, calm, so sometimes cool, we got to keep grounded, you know, <laughs> just so that uh, so that uh, we focus on on everything with the game. Yeah, that's right. All right. All right, as we are set, and the tip is up and one, and controlled by Sioux City East, and they're all black uniforms with uh, gray numbers and gray trim, and uh, Ava, or rather uh, Sioux City East, a shot off the glass, up and good by Alex Flattery, 5'10 sophomore, get in, got inside and banked it off the glass in the lane. Well, yeah, she took the ball right to the hoop and and, uh, and went up strong in the middle of the lane with a strong left-handed, very tall, lengthy uh, uh, young lady, and that could pose a problem. Zedeker in the corner for three, no good. Offensive rebound, Tritton. So there's two freshmen for Dowling. Moore will shoot the three, and it's partially blocked, but rebounded by Gipple. Dowling saves the possession, two to nothing. Sioux City East, and the Maroons had a couple looks early, but uh, the Black Raiders staying, they staying man-to-man, it looks like. It looks like a 2-3 zone, that, that uh, matchup 2-3 zone that Sioux City East is coming out, which is very uh, interesting for the Maroons because we have yet to see a zone. Uh, 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 played against us. Uh, Dowling girls have, and uh, I think Southeast Polk did just a little bit uh, Friday night, but not much. Zedeker with it. Dowling inbounds the ball after it was slapped away by Sioux City East. Uh, Dowling going right to left towards the south basket here. That is from our broadcast point right behind the scorer's table. Here's a shot. Rolls in and out. No good by the Maroons on their first shot. Lauren Frerichs missed it from 15 feet right wing. Rebound Sioux City East. Black Raiders. Caleb Benson in the front court. Out to Von Drack, Kylie on the dribble, works the right side. Dowling stays man-to-man. Pass goes over to Kayla Benson. Black Raiders with a record of 6-2, Dowling 8-0. Black Raiders not ranked, Dowling ranked 6. Now the ball slapped away, and we got a jump ball called as Zedeker, with help from Tritton, forced a turnover, or forced a jump ball, and it is a turnover, possession to Dowling. I think some of the talk that we had pregame uh, with Coach Drent is they don't see a lot of man-to-man they don't. up in, up in uh, northwest Iowa. And so tonight, I think what you're going to see from the Runes is, is a pretty suffocating man-to-man defense, and that's what you saw out of that, out of that possession from, from the Dowling girls. Dowling, and they're all white uniforms, maroon numbers, and trim, and here's to the lane. And that's Tritton taking the ball to the lane. Layla Tritton, the 5'8 freshman, scores, and we're knotted up at two with 6'10 remaining first quarter. And now a bad pass, reverse pass is going to be thrown in the backcourt and it'll be an over and back as the Black Raiders weren't on the same page. And uh, Dowling's man-to-man defense, as we mentioned, Sioux City East sees a lot of zone up there in northwest Iowa, and that may have had effect on the last two possessions, Jimmy. You know, it's, it's, it, it was one of the – we talked earlier in the pregame again, is who's going to step up that we haven't seen. And in that possession there, you see Layla Trenton, uh, Trenton taking the ball to the basket about as hard as I've seen her take it all year uh, to, 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 uh, to get a very successful two-point. 
And Megan Callahan on the inbounds play tips it in the backcourt out of bounds. Dowling will have to retrieve it as it went out of bounds. And Zedeker will bring it across the timeline. It's Zedeker, Julia Moore, Emma Gippel, Lauren Frerichs, and Layla Tritton, the five on the floor for Dowling. Here's Zedeker in the corner. Won't shoot the three, double team. Now they reverse the ball, top of the key. Here's Tritton on the right side. Down the lane has it poked away and taken away by Sioux City East. Good hustle that time by the Black Raiders on defense. Certainly it's two things you don't want to see out of a 2-3 zone uh, if you're running your offenses. One, don't get caught in the corner. Don't get caught in the corner. And then and then don't find yourself passing the ball outside the perimeter. And that's what the Maroons felt, uh, found themselves doing that possession. All right, here's Benson with it to Callahan. Top of the key, they reverse it. Taylor Drent. Left wing. Underneath, they work it to Flattery. Her shot up and good. The basket will count and a foul on Dowling. Alex Flattery, the sophomore, with the basket, averaging about nine points a game for Sioux City East. She has all four of their points. That could pose a, an issue for the Dowling girls. That's that's two really hard uh, moves by, uh, by, by the Flattery girl and uh, successful on both. So it's four to two, Sioux City East. And the left-handed free throw, no good by Flattery. Rebound Dowling and Gipple. Dowling in the front court, trailing 4-2, 5-15 remaining. Here's a little teardropper in the lane. It's no good by Zedeker. Freshman may have uh, forced a little bit. And here's Sioux City East down court. Drent with it, couldn't handle the pass, almost goes out of bounds, but she saves it. And Sioux City East will start their offense. Now a corner three up, no good by Kayla Benson, right wing. Rebound Sioux City East. And that's Flattery again with the rebound and draws the foul. And two free throws coming for the Black Raiders. Layla Trenton will pick up the foul. That's her second. Second team foul on Dowling in a 30-second timeout. Called by Sioux City East with just under five minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Four to two, Sioux City East over Dowling. Want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates, our sponsors and supporters here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Mark Amadale alongside Jimmy Cataldo. And, Coach, uh, your perspective here. I'm, I'm, when Sioux City East is on defense, I'm trying to see, is it a matchup zone? I'm looking for that cutter. When Dowling passed the ball, they have a cutter. If that uh, defender goes with her, it's not a zone. But if it stays, it's kind of a matchup or a 2-3 zone. So Sioux City East giving Dowling problems a little they, bit. They, they've stayed in that 2-3 zone the last uh, several oh. possessions. Okay. So what you're seeing out of Dowling is exactly what you like to see, is, is, is your guard, and a couple of times it's been Ava Zedeker, attacking the basket, and as they collapse on her, you find, you find the girl out there on the perimeter. Where they're going to have to hit some outside shots tonight, and right now uh, we're 0 for 3 from the three-point uh, arc, and they're going to have to hit some shots in this 2-3 in this zone. Otherwise, they're not going to come out of it. All right, the free throw line for Sioux City East. Alex Flattery, Black Raiders lead 4-2. to two. The left-handed free throw, good. Flattery with five points, and she has all five of Sioux City East points, 5-2 to two Black Raiders in this girls-only game tonight. Final broadcast before... The uh, two-week Christmas and New Year's break. Second free throw, no good. So she's one for three. As she was a 70, is a 71% free throw shooter coming in. Dowling in the front court. And no changes in the Dowling lineup. They're working inside to Gipple. Her shot up and good. She got right around Alex Flattery that time in the post. Fantastic pass by Julia Moore uh, attacking. And, and then Ju- uh, Emma Gipple getting the possession uh, for the feed. So it's 5-4. Sioux City East. Lead is one. Black Raiders in the front court. Looks like no substitutions out of them during that last timeout. Here's Von Drack with it, the, the senior, down the lane. Scoop shot up to, and goes through. Didn't use the glass and got it to fall. How about that by the senior, Von Drack? It's one of those Merry Christmas presents. The up and under kind of, you know, didn't know what they were doing with the shot, and it goes in. Now Julia Moore dribbles in the lane, and she tried to leave it for 
Tritton, and the ball goes out of bounds. It'll be a turnover against Dowling, and Dowling going full court press here against Black Raiders. Uh, it, it, it's a great move by Coach Meyer because, you know, again, they don't see a whole lot of man-to-man, so throw a press on them and see how they attack it. All the way down, a shot with the left hand up and good by Kylie Van Drack. Again, basket will count in the foul on Dowling. And this will be on Lauren Frerichs. That's her second. And it's 9-4. to four. Sioux City East by five. I think uh, called the, the foul on Emma Gipple. Uh, it's her first. Okay, so it's on Gipple. And the free throw, good. So Van Drack with five points. We'll make that. And Gipple with her first foul. It's team foul number three on Dowling. None on Sioux City East. Underneath is Gipple. And a whistle and foul on Sioux City East. Two free throws coming for Dowling senior Emma Gipple. You like what they're doing in the last couple possessions is, is they're trying to get Emma Gipple working the baseline, get the position on, on the interior 2-3 zone uh, uh, post, and she's had success the last two times. So they're finding Emma on the, on the block and, uh, and, and where she's been very successful this year. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio, sponsored in part by Mercy One, the Catholic tuition organization, and Skeffington's formal wear. Second free throw good by Gipple. She now has three points. And it's 10 to 5. Sioux City East by 5. Their largest lead has been 6 tonight. In the front court is Taylor Drent. Now a backdoor cut, and the ball goes off the hands of Kayla Benson on a backdoor cut. And Coach Myers says, hey, can you ask your fellow officials for help? That's Chris Marzen, our lead official, along with Paul Weiss and Brent Behrens, our three-person officiating crew. A long three, no good by CCD out of the timeout. Ball slapped in the front court. Tritton gets it down, and her shot up and good. The basketball count. And a foul on Megan Callahan of Sioux City East. Loose ball that, 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 that went the entire uh, length of the court. Layla Tritton is, is, is running the, 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 the fast break, is the recipient of that, and, and does a great job converting. That was a, a scrum for the ball that went off of one of the Black Raider young lady's knees right about the top of the key, and she kneaded into the front court, and Tritton was there anticipating a fast break by Dowling, and she got, well, this Sioux City East gal got the assist, if you will, and the free throw by Trenton, no good. 10-7 to 7 our score, and now we've got a jump ball is heading in there for Dowling is Zedeker, and she forced the tie-up, and it'll be possession arrow Sioux City East, but Dowling with full-court pressure. Doing a great job again with full-court press. Three minutes, 30 seconds remaining, first quarter, Sioux City East 10, Dowling Catholic 7 here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network on Monday night, high school girls basketball. Mark Amadil alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Dowling Jim. Not quite empty, but not a, not a big crowd. And there's a steal by Zedeker. She got the ball in traffic. Her shot is up and good as she went right around. Addie Harrison there for Sioux City. Zedeker's first basket for the freshman. Certainly want to have these breakaway points. Don't want to get them set up in, the, in, in their zone, and, and that's exactly what Dowling's doing when they get the turnovers is just to go. All right, uh, here's Ivy Melhoff in there. The uh, 5'5 sophomore just checked in. Now get it inside. It's stolen away by Trenton. Down court to Moore, and she loses it off her knee and retrieved by Kylie Van Von Drack. And the other way we go, Sioux City East across the timeline. Pace is picked up. In the corner to Benson. Dribbles baseline, cut off by Gipple. A long three coming by Von Drack. Too hard, no good. Rebound Tritton. Outlet pass to Zedeker. Three on two fast break. Zedeker underneath to Moore. Her shot is no good, but she drew the foul. And free throws coming for Dowling. 
And that's what you're seeing out of Dowling, right? Every every uh, missed basket or every turnover is is to run the fast break. And that's the best way to defeat a, a, a zone is don't let them set up in it. And Julia Moore, first free throw good by the left-hander, just a 35% free throw shooter on the air. She's now 7 of 17 at the line as uh, Kylie Van Drack, along with Taylor Drent, two starters out for Sioux City East. Dowling will make a substitution themselves as uh, Lauren Frerichs will check out, and we'll see the freshman, Marin Heller, who lived at the free throw line against Southeast Polk. Second free throw is good. Heller was 8 of 10 at the free throw line Friday night against Southeast Polk, and she's now in there for Dowling as Moore makes them both. And Dowling with a one-point lead, their first lead of the night with 2.15 remaining, first quarter, 11 to 10 Dowling. Sioux City East in the front court, left to right in front of us. It's the top of the key. It's Addie Harris that's just checked in. Coach Drent said he would go nine, maybe ten deep, and he's getting them in there. And I'll pull up jumper from the left wing. No good by Flattery. Rebound Dowling. Zedeker, long pass to Gipple. Power layup up. No good. Drew the foul and should go to the free throw line as Dowling beat uh, Sioux City East down court. And the Black Raiders guilty of the foul. Having success. Uh, you know, I think one thing that's going to cause Dowling a little bit of problem is, is, is Alex Flattery right now. I think Alex Flattery's taking the ball to the basket very strong. Uh, but Just picked up her second foul. And a free throw is good by Gipple, so we'll see what happens here <laughs> as uh, Flattery may come out. She is their leading scorer, or co-leading scorer with uh, Von Drack, and uh, Flattery does come out. So back with a brief break was a coach's daughter, Taylor Drent. And the second free throw is good. So Gipple with five points. She's three of four at the free throw line. And Dowling by three, 13 to 10, minute 45 remaining. Pressure by the Maroons at uh, half court. They overplayed the ball, a man-to-man pressure. And now the Black Raiders got loose, and they found a backdoor cut. And Dowling was guilty of the foul. And that'll be on Ava Zedeker, her first. Love what Dowling's doing with their man-to-man uh, defense. They're, they're high-pressuring the ball immediately once it crosses uh, the half court, and, and they're staying uh, throughout the entire possession. All right, Sioux City East inbounds the ball. They get it to Harris. Now in the corner it goes, and dribbling out of the corner is Drent. Stops in the lane, and offensive foul. She cleared out with her left hand. And Dad's going to come to her rescue right here, <laughs> saying, hey. It was one of those 50-50 balls, right, where where it's going to go one way or the other because there was contact. But I think Layla, had, Layla Tritton had uh, a, a position on it uh, throughout the entire dribble. All right, 13-10, Dowling. The Maroons in the front court. Gets this matchup zone, and now here's Moore in the lane. Julia misses the shot. It's no good. Who else? Gipple with the offensive rebound to Heller for three. It's off the mark. No good. Gipple had it stripped out of her hands into the hands of Heller. Dowling retains possession. Moore with it in the corner to Zedeker. Maroon's trying to fight through this 2-3 uh, zone. Zedeker top the key. Right side it goes to Tritton. Back to Zedeker at the right elbow. Poked away by Drent. And into the hands of Sioux City East. Got to show a little bit more patience on that. You know, Coach Myers talking about cutters, cutters, cutters. Looking for the cutters. But, you know, sometimes they're not there. So uh, the forcing the pass isn't a good thing. Here's a steal by Heller. Sioux City East tried to go back door. Heller, the freshman down court, cut off on the left baseline. Now goes underneath the basket, kicks it out to Trenton for three. Up good. One freshman to another. How about that? 
Layla Trent with her seventh point in the first quarter and Dowling by six. It's, it's, it's the girl we talked about. Who's going to step up? And, and, and tonight so far it's been Layla Trenton, uh, which you have not seen all year, and, and, and she's feeling it tonight. 16-10, to 10, Dowling with the lead over Sioux City East. Black Raiders with it. Here's Callahan, dribbles right side, stops right block, reverse pass, stolen away by Julia Moore. Down court one-on-one, Julia shot up and good. Moore with her first basket, and Dowling's lead now eight with four seconds remaining. Here comes Callahan. She'll shoot it at half court. It's off the backboard no good, and we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Dowling Catholic 18, Sioux City East 10 in this girls' 5A matchup. Back at the Dowling Gym after this timeout here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. GoldenRulePHC.com And we're back here at the Dowling Catholic Gym. Second quarter is about to start. And uh, Dowling Catholic will have the basketball. They'll go right to left towards the south basket here once again in the first half as we sit right behind the scores table in the first row. Mark Amadale, Jim Cataldo, Dowling 18, and Sioux City East 10 in this Class 5A matchup. And now Zedeker with it on the baseline, pulls up jumper. Good from about 10 feet on that left baseline. Zedeker with her fourth point. And Dowling leading 20 to 10. This is the Maroons' largest lead of 10 after Sioux City East jumped out to a six-point lead in the first part of the first quarter, Jim. It looks like Sioux City East is coming out more of an, in, into a matchup zone uh, rather than just the full 2-3 zone. So they are, they're, they're chasing the girls to come to their side, uh, but, but extending the zone much deeper than it was the first quarter. There's a pull-up jumper partially blocked as Kayla Benson shoots it right. Just outside the free throw line, it's no good. Dowling in transition, the pass from Julia Moore to Zedeker goes out of bounds, turnover against the Maroons. And quickly, you got some uh, updated first quarter stats, Jimmy. I do. Dowling uh, in the first quarter goes 5 for 7 from the field, 1 for 5 from 3, and that's that's the tale if they're going to play a 2-3 zone. We've got to shoot shoot better from the three-point line. Uh, Sioux City East, 4 of 6 from the field, and 0 for 3 from three-point range. All right, here's Sioux City East with the basketball. They are in the... Front court now, the ball loose on the floor. Into the lineup is Beling Tang, a six-foot senior who gets to start. She wears number 30. So it's Tang along with Ellie Harris, a 5'10 sophomore off the bench, getting the start here in the second quarter. Harris's pass goes right side to Von Drack. She dribbles to the baseline, tries to make a pass, stolen away by Dowling. Good defense by the Maroons, and Gipple jumped in front of the passing lane to intercept it. Here's Moore with it. Dowling in transition. Moore underneath it. She stepped in the baseline. And Julia tries to make stuff happen, but sometimes uh, the the right effort, but 
unfortunately the wrong result, and that was a turnover. She's certainly so much more aggressive this year than, than you ever have been. And, and sometimes when you start getting overly aggressive, you get out of control, and that's sort of what happened there to Julia. So Sioux City East will take, take over as Dowling leads by 10. Now we've got a running jumper in the lane. It's no good by Benson, and the ball goes out of bounds. They say it's off of Dowling, or off of Sioux City East. It'll be Dowling basketball. Dowling is pressed. Sioux City East is a kind of token pressure. They will put pressure once the ball is entered on the point guard, so a little bit different philosophy. Changing it more to a man, man-to-man, more of a matchup zone, chasing a little bit. Yeah, on the back side, it's more of a zone for Sioux City East. And uh, I almost call it like a 1-3-1, but maybe it's not. All right, here is Heller, a pull-up jumper in the lane. It's no good. Rebound, Gipple. Her shot up off the side of the backboard, no good. Good defense by Sioux City East. And Kayla Benson for the Black Raiders, a 5'6 senior, comes away with it. Now the Maroons poke the ball away. Heller again with the steal, and she stepped on the sideline. Great effort. He pointed the wrong way. Yeah, it's uh, Heller stepped in the baseline it's with the steal, but Jimmy stepped in the, right in front of her own bench. A little bit of confusion there with the officials, but, uh, you know, he's calling the right, but, but pointing the wrong direction. Pointing the wrong direction. His, his partners helped him out. Great job by this crew. Chris Marzen, the lead referee, along with Paul Weiss and Brent Behrens. Black Raiders inbound the ball on the Dowling sideline. They throw it away. Bad pass that time by Benson. She was anticipating Drent with the cut and Drent with the other way, and Dowling will have the ball. The defensive uh, intensity that we've seen all year so far from this from this Maroon team, and, and of course they're bringing it again tonight. Maroons dribble across the timeline. This is uh, Marin Heller to Zedeker. A couple of freshmen out there. Tritton also out there. Now Zedeker pull up from the left elbow. It's shot is no good, and a rebound Benson. Also out there for Dowling Catholic is Lauren Frericks and Emma Gipple. So three freshmen, a junior and senior out there, and now we got a whistle and a foul on Dowling. A whistle on Heller. Marin's first foul for the 5-4 freshman. Both teams now with five team fouls. 5-0-8 remaining, second quarter. Dowling still leads by 10, 20-10. We've been on that score for a bit here, Coach Cataldo. We see uh, uh, Macy Downing uh, coming into the lineup uh, for the first time tonight. Uh, again, going to the bench, see what you got uh, this part of the season, and, and let's see if Macy steps up a little bit. Downing, a 5'7 senior for Dowling, and she wears number 31. Now here is Sioux City East. There's a shot that's no good by Trent, and the ball is partially blocked by Dowling, but Sioux City East saves it from going out of bounds. They keep possession. There's Von Drack with it. Cross-court pass to Drent, dribbles to the right elbow. Now underneath, a turnaround shot up, and it rims out no good by Flattery, who's back in there with two fouls, and a rebound Dowling and Zediger to Moore. Julia dribbles in the lane, kicks over in the corner to Tritton. Once again, a launch of three. It's up no good. Rebound, weak side, stolen away by just Macy Downing, who just came in there. Gets it to Moore and traveling on Moore. She tried to attack the glass, but... You mentioned Downing coming in. What yeah. did she contribute? A key rebound to keep the possession alive. And, unfortunately, the Maroons turn it over. You know, you always say to these girls, you know, when you get your opportunity, take advantage of it. And, and certainly uh, this is an opportunity for Macy and, and, and taking advantage of it early in this game. All right. So you see the East on a little give and go. A shot off the glass good by Megan Callahan. That's her first basket. And Sioux City East's first basket here in the second quarter with 4.15 remaining. 
Dowling up eight. Dowling and Sioux City East have played to a 2-2 tie here in the second quarter. And now we're, we have four minutes remaining. Here's Downing to Trenton. Top of the key to Moore. Right side it goes to Zedeker looking for Gipple underneath, trying to post up. Sioux City East doing a good job fronting, fronting her and denying her the ball. Here's Moore with it to Downing. Here's Moore for three. Left wing, it's no good. Fight for the rebound and... Coming away with it is Sioux City East and Megan Callahan. The senior comes away with it. Now in transition. Here's a long three by Sioux City East. No good by Melhoff. And now whistling a foul on the rebound. Fouls on Dowling after Melhoff launched a three from the uh, right wing. And Gipple picks up her second foul. That'll change things. Emma with her second foul. So Dowling with... uh, Gipple with two, and I believe Sioux City East has Alex Flattery, who's out there with two, and Taylor Drent with two. Uh, Jimmy? It's you know it's certainly late enough in the second quarter that you know somebody like Emma Gipple getting two fouls on her. She's a senior. She understands a little bit about, about foul situations that you probably keep her in uh, to let her play out this little bit because she's doing a great job on the boards and, need, and even getting position offensively. And second free throw good by Taylor Drent, six-foot senior for Sioux City East. That's her first two points tonight. She is a 66% free throw shooter. It's 20 to 14. Black Raiders have now outscored Dowling 4 to 2 here in the second quarter. Dowling with a six-point lead, 320 remaining. Now passed by Moore, slapped away as Frerichs has replaced uh, Zedeker in the Dowling lineup. You know, you want to you want to see you want to show a little bit of patience around this 2-3 zone if you're off if you're Dowling and, and, and playing your offense. There's no rush here. You know, work the ball around, work for some cuts, see if you can get some position, open shots. All right, here's more with it to Heller. Like Sioux City East in their quasi 2-3 zone. The guards seem to be uh, defending, and the, uh, the back half of the zone are, is playing zone. Runes trying to figure out what play they're in or what play they want to run. Cutting in the middle is Heller. Dribbles in the traffic, kicks it out to Moore. Underneath the Gipple, over in the corner it goes. Dallin can't get a shot off. Heller underneath, try to get it to Gipple. It's stolen away by Sioux City East. Coming away with it is Alex Flattery. Down court they go, layup good. Flattery with a nice pass that time to Megan Callahan, who has four points. You know, Marin had, had Emma on, on, the, on the block, the last offensive possession, just waited a half a second long, and, uh, and Sioux City East jumped in front and then converted on the fast break. Here's Tritton with it to Heller. 2.20 remaining. It's a four-point lead for, for Dowling. Sioux City East has outscored the Maroons 6-2 here in the second quarter. Now whistle and a blocking foul called as Moore had it, tried to dribble out. And the foul will be on Megan Callahan. That'll be her second. So Callahan, Flattery, and Drent all with two fouls for Sioux City East with 2.13 remaining. And Kayla Benson will return to the Black Raider lineup, replacing Callahan. So Dowling now with uh, Julia Moore, Ava Zedeker, Lauren Frericks, Emma Gipple, and Layla Tritton, the five on the floor for the Maroons. And the corner goes to Zedeker for three. It's up and good in the pass from Julia Moore. Great job by Ava running the baseline there. Uh, Emma Gipple coming up, setting a, a, a pick on the dribble drive. She's wide open on the corner. Ooh. How about that shot in the lane? Left-handed shot up and good by Alex Flattery. Her 
her fifth point. Certainly the length causes Dowling a little bit of issues, and, and you've seen that out of Alex uh, Flattery throughout this whole uh, uh, first half. Check that. That is uh, the seventh point for Alex Flattery, playing with two fouls. The ball reversed by Dowling in their half court, and it was tipped away, and they say it went off of Sioux City East. You may have heard the Black Raider parents and fans behind us. Not a whole lot of them here, but uh, enough to say they disagreed. That was a good call by the officials. It was deflected. Good defense by Sioux City East. There's Zedeker on the baseline. A minute and a half remaining. Dowling by five. Tritton with the top of the key for the Maroons. Now Tritton dribbles baseline. Looks for the reverse layup. Her shot up and short. Rebound Gipple. She pulled away and her shot up. Good. She went around and did a power dribble. Jimmy away from Alex Flattery and scored. Well, she's always been the uh, the recipient of, of great work on the offensive rebounds. And you see Emma Gipple getting the ball and putting it up. Uh, reverse layup on the last possession. Gipple with seven points. It's 25-18, Dowling by seven. Now they're working inside the Sioux City East. Addie Harris, a senior. Her shot no good from the right block. Rebound Dowling. Maroons in transition. And Frerich's three-pointer is blocked. Blocked nicely by Ellie Harris. The other way we go with Sioux City East. Here's Benson with it. Top of the key it goes to Harris. She'll work the left side. Over to Flattery. Ball goes inside on the right block. Now out to... Melhoff for three, and it's no good. Rebound Dowling. 30 seconds remaining. Zedeker in the front court. Dowling by seven. At halftime, we'll catch up with the Dowling athletic director and your football boss, head coach Tom Wilson. We never did have an official postgame show following the uh, Maroons' last game. Remember that where that was, right? Yeah. We were there last Friday We're going to let night. you handle just, that post-game wanted, interview. <laughs> I just wanted to. You stay no. right here. we got an extra microphone. We'll do it. Here's more underneath. It shot no good, but the rebound, who else? Emma Gipple put back and scores, and she's got nine points at halftime, and Dowling with a 27-18 lead here at halftime. And Jimmy, it was, it, <laughs> he's got that look on him like he just can't wait to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> but Dowling was down 6-2 to two in that second quarter. They were outscored, and all of a sudden they came roaring back. Well, what you saw from the second second quarter is, is Dowling didn't have as many runaway uh, fast breaks, so allowed Sioux City East to set up their 2-3 zone, which we've been struggling with. Uh, certainly that we found some success late in the quarter uh, with running the baseline, feeding the post, but then again, you know, on our missed shots, uh, Emma Gipple's been there uh, on, on a handful of times, getting those offensive rebounds and putting them back in. All right, we're at halftime here at the Dowling Gym. Our score is Dowling 27, Sioux City East 18 in this girls' 5A contest. We'll take a timeout and come back alongside Jim Cataldo and Mark Amadell. We'll be joined by the athletic, athletic director and head football coach Tom Wilson. So stay tuned here at halftime here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever noticed that most modern philosophies are very dark and depressing? As G.K. Chesterton says, most people in our world today have been forced to be happy about the little things, but sad about the big ones. But that's not the way we were meant to be. We were meant to be joyful. Sadness is only an interlude. Praise should be the permanent pulsation of the soul. The Christian is able to deny himself immediate pleasures because there's great joy and fulfillment inside him. The pagan must constantly seek after pleasure because there's great sadness and emptiness inside him. Joy, which is the small publicity of the pagan, is the gigantic secret of the Christian. Let's share the secret. 
Want more than a minute? Visit our website, chesterton.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Catholic High School gym alongside Jim Cataldo, Mark Amadale. Halftime score, it's Dowling Catholic 27 and Sioux City East 18. And we're joined by the athletic director and head football coach here at Dowling Catholic, Tom Wilson. Coach, thanks for joining us and uh, appreciate uh, you taking time to have the postgame show that was about eight weeks ago or so, seven weeks ago. We'll have it now. We somehow didn't get down to you on the field at Southeast Polk High School, but thanks for joining us here. Matter of fact, got your uh, eye in the sky on game night and your JV sophomore head coach, uh, Coach Cataldo. He's got some basketball knowledge. Did you know that? <laughs> you know, I heard him at the end there. He sounded pretty good. Well, sounding and actually doing are two different yeah, things. He's yeah. well-spoken, so, you know, you know how that goes. Well, Coach, thanks for joining us. Obviously, sure. what a year. I mean, it was an unusual year. Uh, what a schedule. Ups and downs. You, had, you started out one and three, and you end up uh, losing in the quarterfinals to the team that Won the first ever 5A state title game. That was Southeast Polk Rams. But uh, ebbs and flows, great senior class. It was a, a, a interesting year, and it was a fun year because you had so many challenges. You lived that. You know that before the season, during, and, of course, uh, having to tell the kids their final goodbyes, especially the seniors that were on your club. I think you had 36 this year. So uh, your thoughts on, the, on that? Yeah, it was uh, an unusual year, obviously, uh, opening with Southeast Polk and, and – uh, you know, Jackson Smollett going down at that time, and you know that start changes changes our entire team a little bit. And then we, you know, obviously, you know, had uh, ups and downs uh, from there. And then, uh, you know, honestly, uh, we started getting our offense moving a little bit. I think the one uh, constant was defensively. We played uh, well the entire year, and uh, those guys really did a good job. And you know, then we started uh, getting things going with with Jake English and then Dante Cataldo and then uh, Jackson comes back and, and then we're using uh, Jackson and, and Dante Cataldo and got the nice win versus uh, Valley, which seemed to, you know, propel us a little bit. And, and uh, we were playing pretty good football in, in that last game that we, we lost. We obviously got beat by a great team that wins the state championship, but, you know, we had our chances there and, uh, you know, we don't get in and, on fourth and one, and, and then we uh, we fumble going in, uh, which certainly didn't help us. But, um, you know, as you mentioned, our, our kids, you know, there's a point in time where they could have cashed it in, and a lot of people would. But we uh, we put an awful lot of work into this, and they had an awful lot of pride in, in what their uh, team was going to be. And, and uh, you know, going to the state quarterfinals, I, I thought our kids did a great job, and I, I know the ones that are coming back are – are very hungry to get going. Well, we'll start on the defensive end. You know, you, you had a very solid up front. I mean, Carson Hagen, I don't think he was a starter at times, but he came in, he had sacks, and, you know, we see uh, two guys that are playing basketball now, Jalen Pettis and Mata Brua. Mata sat out uh, quite a bit, this, a little bit, first part of the season due to a health issue, and he, he was back. And up front, your linebackers and your secondary did a, a tremendous job. As we mentioned during our broadcast with Matt Maynard and, and your eighth-grade coach, John Childs, like sometimes the defense is out there a long time, and yet they were hanging in there a lot of games, keeping you in it, and a chance for the offense to go down and win it. And, and uh, that's what I admired most about this defensive group. Well, I would agree with you. And, and uh, you know, you mentioned that defensive front, and, you know, and, and uh, Pettis, you know, is a, a tremendous player for us for three years and started for three years. And, you know, we don't have many of those, but, you know, kids like Hikus and, and not many people ever talked about Owen Weber who just came and did his job each and every week so 
uh, it was a good group. Adam Townsend, a tremendous leader for us on that on that defensive side, and you know, Blake Anderson played an awful lot of football for us, and you know Kellen Shimon who tore his ACL in that last ball game, mm-hmm. and uh, you know good kids and, and uh, fun kids to coach, and uh, certainly wish them well, and, and uh, they did a nice job for us. You know, we you talked about our senior leadership, and and I I thought you know looking at these these group of, of seniors and watching them, you know through our system freshman sophomore year and, and, and junior then senior year and, and seeing these kids step up night in night out. I don't think anybody was or wanted it more than than those kids. And and, and you know going through that night and, and it's it's a rough night for everybody. And, and as a senior, you really don't forget those nights. Uh, so I, I you know the senior leadership was incredible. You know, as as things start, you know, evolving, and, and we're getting towards the end of uh, end of the year, and we're going to start moving to January. Talk about some of the things that uh, that that now you look at our junior class, our sophomore class, and even our freshman class who had a tremendous year. Uh, talk about you know where we're at with those guys. What what uh, what things we're going to be uh, doing in the off season as we start turning the calendar year? Because you know, for for you know, a lot of these kids, the season just ended, but we're going to start right back up again. Yeah, it's uh, uh, we're really looking forward to the kids that, that we do have coming back. There's, you know, kids that played on the varsity level, well, you, whether you and you mentioned Hagen earlier or Hikus or Cade Batterton or C.J. Phillip, uh, guys like that that gained valuable experience for us. But then, you know, there's there's kids that were at the sophomore level um, that we're looking forward to to come in and compete for jobs and. Really, our, our main work will will start after the new year, and, and we'll be lifting three times a week for our off-season kids, speed and agility twice. Our kids will come in and throw on Sunday nights, and, you know, we've got an awful lot of kids that are out for basketball, out for wrestling, uh, those types of things, which, you know, certainly we, we welcome them to do that, and, you know, they get their workouts within those practices, but they're also lifting at the same time. And, you know, even as we get further, um, you know, get, we get into our, some of our team building stuff just with leadership and our, our book reads. And uh, the work really never ends. And, and uh, for some of these kids, they've been working their way through our program. Um, and now it's their time and, and certainly looking forward to, to their development. And, Coach, I, I talked to you about the defense before Coach had his question. But I talked about the offense. You had a very young offensive line at times. You know, Rockers at left tackle and then the Nahas at right tackle. They were first-year players. But, your senior, your captain, Gabe Carey, and on the other senior, Badgestas, carry your senior right guard and Badgestas center, obviously graduate. And uh, Cade Batterton uh, will be back and competing for a spot. So, you know, you talk about, well, what's going on with the offense? Well, it all starts the offensive line. And when they're young, you got to kind of work through that. And, 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 your, and you and your coaching staff, Coach Pollock, on the offensive line have done that this year. And we're looking, for, for, looking forward to great things next year with them. Well, we are. Having, having three back, I'm not sure I can remember – you know, uh, going into an off season with that many kids back, and especially having both tackles uh, on the offensive line, and then we, you know, have one tight, one of our tight ends back in Jalen Thompson. But you know, Danny Nielsen has has been working, and uh, somebody that we want to look at as a tight end as well. Uh, you know, Coach Cataldo had had kids like Max Shelton and Joe Freilack and uh, Rotherham. You know, we've got kids that we want to take a look at to fill those other spots and. Uh, you know, there's others that I don't mention, but those jobs are wide open, and we feel like we have some kids that could come in and play uh, pretty effectively at the varsity level. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking time to visit with us. Sorry we didn't get with you after the Southeast Polk game, but uh, hey, uh, 
Great working with you this year. We appreciate having all the games on radio on Iowa Catholic Radio and sometimes simulcast with CISN and other TV outlets. So yeah. it's great working with you and look forward to, obviously, basketball and next fall. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate the coverage. We probably got more conversation tonight than what you would have got out of that Friday night. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> hey, Coach, yeah. thanks for sticking around. And I know OC's in charge, but appreciate yeah. you hanging yeah, out. No problem. Thank uh, you. Thank you. That's uh, Head Coach Tom Wilson and Athletic Director here at Dowling Catholic. Visit with us here at halftime. And it's uh, – Dowling 27, Sioux City East 18. This girls' contest will take a break, come back with the second half, and Coach Cotado will have the second half statistics when we return here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education. And we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. This is Matt Wilkham, Executive Director for Iowa Catholic Radio. As 2021 draws to a close and we celebrate 15 years on the air, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude for all those who've sacrificed and given so much to make it happen. Now it's time to make sure Iowa Catholic Radio gets a strong start for the next year. Please consider a tax-deductible year-end gift. Call 515-223-1150 or donate online at iowacatholicradio.com. Donations must be postmarked by December 31st. Thank you. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, underway here in the third quarter as getting loose underneath of the first possession for, for Sioux City East was Alex Flattery, and she shoots and scores. She now has nine points, and it's 27-20. Dowling's lead is now seven. Sioux City East in the lane. A shot too strong off the glass, no good by Taylor Drent. Rebound Dowling and traveling called on, on Sioux City East on the – no, I'm sorry, on Dowling on the – on the rebound by the Maroons. I think Gipple got called for the travel, so Sioux City East will bring all their players back and inbound the ball. All right, here's Callahan with it for Sioux City East. They'll go with uh, Von Drack, Callahan, Benson, Flattery, and Drent, the five on the floor. Now a steal by Julia Moore, so the Maroons come back, and I believe they got their, they have their starting lineup, uh, original starters out there for the Maroons. Julia Moore, Ava Zedeker, who has the ball now. Lauren Frericks, Layla Tritton, and Emma Gipple. 27-20, Dowling over Sioux City East here at the Dowling Gym tonight. Girls only game. And Dowling now going left to right towards the north basket. Wearing their home white uniforms, maroon numbers, and letters. The Sioux City East, and they're all black uniforms with the silver numbers and letters. And underneath, Zedeker's shot no good, but who else? Emma Gipple. Offensive rebound and put back good, and Gipple with 11 points there, Jimmy. She's done it all night. Uh, Sioux City East coming out in the third quarter, more of a man-to-man uh, style, which uh, which you know Ava Zedeker you know you know feeds off that. Found a nice crease, attacked uh, attacked the basket, came up short, uh, but Emma's there for the offensive rebound and put in. All right, Benson with it. Out top it goes to Flattery. Flattery reverse dribble in the lane, or shot up with the left hand, good. Hits every part of the rim and falls through, and it's been Flattery with. All four points here for Sioux City East in the second half and a timeout on the floor. This will be a 30-second timeout charge to Sioux City East. Flattery with 11 points. 
And our score is 29-22, Dowling leading Sioux City East. 5.49 remaining here in the third quarter. And, uh, Jim Cataldi, you got to look at the halftime So halftime stats uh, for Dowling, 8 of 15, uh, 15 from the field. Uh, very good high percentage shooting uh, for them. And then 2 of 9 from the three-point line. Sioux City East, uh, 7 of 13 from the field and going 0 for 5 from three-point range which is a good tell for, for uh, Coach Danner is, you know, let's, let's, let's work the, the interior defense, force them to shoot because they have not proven they can hit an outside shot, at least tonight. Yeah, no, uh, no points from three-point range. Dowling went to 5 of 6 the free throw line. Sioux City East went 4 of 7, leading scorer for Dowling. Right now it's Emma Gipple. She had 9 points at halftime, has 11 points right now. Ava Zedeker with 7 points at halftime. Layla Tritton, the other freshman, has 7 points and 4 points for Julia Moore. All right, Dowling with possession, coming out of the timeout. Underneath to Tritton, her shot up, and too strong, no good. Fight for the rebound, and Zedeker takes it away, and the Maroons will start over. And looks like uh, CCD stays in that. Well, the two guards are manning up the defender, and the three uh, players underneath are playing zone, and now we got a jump ball as CCD East forced a jump ball. Possession arrow, Dowling. Again, Dowling's doing a great job on the offensive rebound, as they have all year. That's their seventh uh, offensive rebound of the night. And Moore anticipated Gipple going one way. It went the other, and Dowling turns it over without any seconds going off the clock. 29-22, Dowling. Five and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter from the Dowling gym. Dowling outscored Sioux City East 18-10 the first quarter, and the Maroons outscored uh, Sioux City East 9-8 in the second quarter. Maroons led by a 27-18 score at halftime, and now we've got a blocking foul on the Maroons. And they're going to get uh, Julia Moore with her first foul. For Sioux City East, Alex Flattery had seven points and two fouls at halftime. Right now she's got 11 points. And then Kylie Von Drack with five points, four points from Megan Callahan, and two points for Taylor Drent. Black Raiders were 4 of 7 at the free throw line. As they get a shot in the lane, it's no good. By Callahan, rebound Dowling in transition. Three-pointer, no good by Tritton. They got a corner three. Dowling got a, a great uh, now traveling as Maroons Heller in the lineup for Dowling, and she forced the travel as Frerichs on the bench. But uh, A l- little bit of a forced shot by Dowling on that possession. Uh, you know, y- you'd love to see the offensive uh, output that uh, – that Layla Tritton was giving you in the first mm-hmm. half, forcing a little bit from the three-point line. But you know what? You'd like to see a little bit of confidence out of, the, out of a young lady like that to step up and, and shoot the ball. Well, sometimes the middle's open, and when the guard can dribble penetrate in the lane and then kick it out, and Tritton has hit a couple shots tonight, and that one missed everything. And now Zedeker out of control, and she loses the ball. Good defense by Sioux City East. Now bodies on the floor, and they're going to call a timeout. <laughs> As Sioux City East calls timeout in the backcourt. And let's see what we're going to get. We're just waiting for the, it'll be a full timeout. We'll take one ourselves. 431 remaining, third quarter. It's Dowling Catholic 29, Sioux City East 22 in this Class 5A girls contest. Back at the Dowling Gym in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 60 seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Our blessed Lord considered 
the three possible forms of church government. The democratic would be one in which a majority vote decides, in which everyone has an entirely different opinion of what is to be. The aristocratic is an appeal not so much to the majority or to the masses, but rather an, an appeal to an aristocracy, a house of parliament, a senate, a congress, a house of lords. And the theocratic is one in which God chooses one man as he chose Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses and guides and protects and directs this man. Peter holds the primacy, primacy not only of honor, but also of jurisdiction over the church. He is the vicar of Christ. He is the first pontiff. He is the first pope. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Jim Cataldo, Mark Amadale, CCD East with possession of the basketball. Dowling by seven with four and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter. And now a whistle as a shot is up and no good by Alex Flattery and a foul on Dowling. And it'll be on Julia Moore, her second. Which they got Coach uh, Meyer running down the right in front of us on the Dowling sideline calling, uh, uh, saying, hey, you can't call timeout. Nobody had possession. It was a tie-up and jump ball. And then we had the timeout. About as animated as, as I've seen Coach Meyer in the six years that that I've known her, and but you know when she was pretty passionate about that uh, about that no call, <laughs> she might have had a point. She might have had a point. But nonetheless, it was going to be a jump ball, and Susie East had possession, and they ended up taking a timeout. So here's Tritton, or here rather, here's Lauren Frerichs with it. Dowling going to run their little dribble weave. Here's Zedeker, top of the key. Susie East staying man to man. In guard play, and then they get underneath and they play that 2 3 zone. Maroons pass the ball on the perimeter. Here's Zedeker just inside the three point line. Shot in and out, no good. Fight for the rebound, and we got a jump ball as who else? Emma Gipple in there, and it'll be CCD's possession. Great perimeter passing uh, by the Maroons. Uh, Emma you know, drives, drives hard to the baseline, kicks it out, two passes around. Zedeker had a great look. Here's Moore with a steal underneath. And works it to Zedeker, or rather to Heller on the side. Her three-pointer no good. Rebound Zedeker to Heller. We're just playing catch on the perimeter. It's, it's Zedeker, Moore, Heller, Tritton, or rather a Frerichs, four out, and then Emma Gipple running the block. Sioux City East staying man-to-man on the perimeter. Now a steal. And now an outlet pass to Melhoff. And now the ball stolen away by Dowling. A little sloppy that time by both teams. Runes with it. Here's Zedeker. Fakes the three. Runes will start their offense as somebody has just lost the shoe. Can you find it? It, it looks like uh, it's a long three. It's no good by Zedeker. It's a uh, ball's in the backcourt. <laughs> Ivy Melhoff has, has lost her shoe. I'm surprised that they haven't stopped play. It's a little dangerous for her just to have one, especially when there's there's no uh, there's no action in the game. Yeah, number five is Melhoff, and she is uh, playing with one shoe and now down court. A shot up and no good by Moore with the left hand. Rebound and a whistle and a foul on Moore. Nice rebound that time by the Black Raiders. And that'll be uh, Baling Tang. <laughs> and uh, the shoe now being put on by the uh, CCD. So we got a timeout on the floor. 2.46 remaining. Dowling calls a timeout. And both teams will have three left. And this will be a 30-second oh, full timeout. So we'll take one ourselves. It's Dowling Catholic 29, Sioux City East 22 with 2.46 remaining. Third quarter here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 
the day with Monsignor Frank Bagnano. The Pew Center of Research in Washington, D.C. does sociological research. Statistically, 86% of the world's population is religious. Most are Buddhists or Hindus, Muslims or Christians. They all have three things in common. They believe in God, they practice some kind of religious ritual, and they believe in life after death, the immortal soul. We do survive bodily death. The human soul does not die. Recent research in Europe and in the United States of near-death or out-of-body experiences is mind-boggling. Yes, 86% of the world's population can't be wrong. We are transcendent beings. How I live my life today shapes my soul for all eternity. Yes, physical death is a door, not a wall. And that is today's thought of the day. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Monday night girls basketball here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, Sioux City East. Driving their three hours to Des Moines for the second time this year. They played in the Johnson Tournament, played Gilbert uh, a couple Saturdays ago, I believe, and won that. And the uh, Black Raiders bring their 6-2 and two record. Their only two losses were to ranked teams up there in northwest Iowa. Dowling 8-0 and ranked 6 in Class 5A. And we had a line change at uh, that quarter, at that timeout by Sioux City East. And down court, they break the press. Shot up and no good by Callahan, who's back in, out of bounds. They say it went off of Dowling, so... Four new faces for Sioux City East. You know, it, it, it's, it's not a bad changeup. Uh, those girls were, were working really hard. You got 2.30 left in the, in the quarter. Uh, give them a little bit of rest. Uh, but I would imagine that it's not going to be too long before they bring in Flattery, who's been uh, an offensive nightmare for the Maroons. Flattery battled some foul trouble, but played in that second quarter with two fouls. And now the half-court uh, defense by Dowling and forced a turnover. And that was Frerichs jumping the passing lane. Dowling now in transition. Here's Frerichs, top of the key. It's Frerichs, Heller, Tritton, along with uh, Gipple and Zedeker. Runes go four out, one in. That one in is Gipple running the post, running inside the lane, trying to post up. Zedeker dribble drives, leaves it for Heller on the baseline. Marin now cut off on the baseline, wanted to go to the hoop, couldn't. Good defense by Sioux City East, and Jimmy, it looks like it's man, man. here. Yeah. Now pull-up jumper, Heller at the free throw line. Good. Aaron Heller with her first bucket of the night. And Dowling now by 9, 31-22, certainly, minute 40. Certainly man is, is, is where the Maroons feel most comfortable. Uh, great patience by Marin on that. You know, forcing her, forcing her defender to come out, seeing a crease and taking it hard to, and finishing at the hoop. Minute and a half remaining. Dowling by 9, 31-22 over Sioux City East. Black Raiders the other way, right to left towards the south basket here at the Dowling Gym. Again, the final game before the Christmas and New Year's break for both teams. For Dowling, they'll start out on January 4th. The girl boy doubleheader here against Urbandale. Sioux City East now in the lane. Shot off the glass, no good by Ellie Harris. And a whistle and a backcourt foul on the Black Raiders. And this will be on Benson. That should be her first. So Kylie Van Drack, Megan Callahan, Ellie Harris, Kayla Benson, and Addie Harris. The Harris sisters were the five that were substituted in the lineup after that timeout by head coach Brian Drent at Sioux City East, Jimmy, and they went man-to-man on defense. <laughs> it looks like it looks like they've come out of that a little bit, more of a matchup zone. Yep, because uh, Harris, Addie Harris, stays in the lane, and now here's Gipple, and she's going to be called for the three seconds. 
Gipple probably should have shot. Instead, she found Zedeker on the baseline, and she didn't shoot it, and that forced yeah. a three-second. A little bit of, you know, it, it's, it's a great thing about these girls this year is the unselfish play we've talked about in, in previous games. Emma thought she was contested on that shot when she really wasn't, but looked for an out, uh, outside throw to Ava Zedeker, who was open, but wasn't able to shoot it with the three-point violation or a three-second violation. Runes with pressure in the backcourt, but somebody forgot to pick up. Kylie Van Drack, and she shoots and scores. That's her seventh point of the night. And just the uh, – and it cuts the lead to sevens. 31-24 Dowling. 30 seconds remaining, third quarter. Runs in the front court. Here is Gipple at the free throw line. To Zedeker for three. Up good right in front of the Dowling bench. Ava Zedeker with her second three-pointer of the night and her team leading 18th of the year. Just a pure shot by Ava. Yeah, it's wide open, no hesitation. Uh, hit nothing but the net on that. Uh, high confidence shot by Ava. 34-24, Dowling by 10. And now a shot off the glass, no good. By Taylor Drent. And the ball slapped out of bounds as Von Drack was fighting in there. And they say it went off a of Gipple. It'll be Sioux City East basketball. 1.1 second to play. This ought to be interesting. Black Raiders will throw it in. This is Benson. Kayla underneath. The shot up and good. The basket will count. And a foul on Dowling. Van Drock. Von Drock, rather, scores at the horn. And the foul's on Frerichs. Her, I think it's her third. Check that. Her second foul. So Von Drack trying for her 10th point and makes the free throw with no time. So she now has 10 points. Kylie Von Drack with a <laughs> traditional three-point play. We've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Dowling 34, Sioux City East 27, along with Jim Catavo and Mark Hamadale here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, along with Jim Cataldo, Mark Hamadell, as we begin the fourth quarter. Dowling with a... Seven-point lead over Sioux City East, 34-27. And through three quarters, Dowling is 5-6, the free-throw line, Sioux City East, 5-8. Jimmy, you got some numbers? Dowling uh, from the field, 10 of 22, uh, three-point uh, line, 3 of, of 12. Sioux City East, 11 of 21 from the field, and, and continue 0 for 5 from 3 with no shots. You know, this, this they're shooting well, both teams, at least from the field. Turnovers become an issue. Uh Sioux City East, 13 turnovers that I have uh, through three quarters, and Dowling, 12 turnovers through three quarters. 
Sioux City East 5 of 8 at the free throw line. Dowling 5 of 6 at the line through three quarters. Dowling starts the third or the fourth quarter with the basketball. An immediate foul on Drent. So Taylor Drent, Sioux City East leading scorer, held the two points tonight in both free throws. Commits the foul. Now the Maroons try to lob it inside to Gipple, and they overthrow the ball on the left block. So Sioux City East will take over off the Dowling turnover. It's that 2-3 zone that they've been playing, causing uh, Dowling a lot of problems, at least uh, early in the first first half. Didn't play much of it in the third quarter, but it started the sec- the fourth quarter with a 2-3, causing a turnover. All right, Benson underneath. Her shot is no good. And the follow-up shot up by Taylor Drent, no good. Ball goes out of bounds to Sioux City East. So... The Black Raiders taking a page out of the Emma Gippel playbook for Dowling, offensive rebounding there. I think I think that's been probably uh, something that Coach uh, uh, Coach uh, Drent has been uh, harping on is we got to crash the board. We got to block out Emma Gippel. She's been she's been all over us uh, getting the rebounds both offensively and defense, defensively. Now the inbounds pass from Gala, Kayla Benson to uh, Alex Flattery goes all the way to the scorers table, and that uh, woke up uh, Coach Hughes and. Uh, you know, one, one, and Coach Adi at the, at the scorer's table. One possession by each team and, and turnovers by each team. And, and so, you know, that becomes, you know, something critical. You know, you're shooting really well, but we've got to be able to control the basketball when we have it in our possession. All right, the Maroons going with Julia Moore and both two other freshman guards. There's a nice pass underneath by Frerich. So it goes off the hands of Gipple. She had to throw it through a little bit of traffic, but hit Emma in the hands. Out of bounds to Sioux City East. Good look. I mean, she was, she was there. She had position. Good look. Uh, just, a, just a pass she couldn't handle uh, as well. Maroons pick up Sioux City's full court uh, pressure as Zedeker pressures the, the Black Raider point guard, Von Drack. And the Black Raiders now in the front court. Here's Callahan with it. Right wing guarded by Julia Moore. Leaves it for Kayla Benson as they do their little dribble weed to the right side. Gets oh. it inside to Benson and her shot up and no good. Ball slapped around and saved by Heller for Dowling. Marin Heller with it. Two on three fast breaks. She'll bring it back out, and the Maroons will set their offense with six and a half minutes remaining. Dowling up seven, 34-27. As Sioux City East outscored Dowling 9-7 in that third quarter. So this is the Maroons have, you know, had troubles as closing games out in the fourth quarter. Southeast Polk outscored them 22-18 on Friday night as Rams hit a bevy of threes, and uh, they had the same issue the game before against Valley, and now another turnover on Dowling here. Jimmy, what happened? I, I, th- I think the pressure caused Dowling – uh, to, uh, to, uh, to uh, carry the ball, uh, Marin, on that. But that's three possessions, three turnovers for the Maroons in not this early fourth quarter. Yeah, not a way to start the fourth quarter. 34-27, the score remains. Six minutes to play. I want to welcome our fans. We said uh, from Sioux City that are listening tonight, 30-second timeout taken by head coach Brian Drent in his fifth year as the Black Raiders head coach with 5.57 remaining here in the Fourth quarter, Dowling still leads by seven. We've been stuck on that score. We want to thank Skeffington's Formal Wear here in Central Iowa, along with the Catholic Tuition Organization and Mercy One for supporting our broadcast all season long. And, of course, uh, our thanks to Steve Deveni, who sits in with me during the boys' game. And, of course, to Jimmy, thank you. And our uh, studio producer tonight, Jennifer Phelps, her and Jimmy Olson and uh, Jeff Piggott uh, do a great job back at the studios. And, here we go. Timeouts now. Sioux City East down to two. Dowling has three left. Team fouls. Dowling has four. Sioux City East with two. So it's all yours, Coach. Well, you, what do you, you think? You look at a game like this, and, you know, the one thing I, I had written down on my keys uh, for tonight is Sioux City East brings a very experienced group, you know, starting five or, excuse me, four seniors. Uh, many of them have played in over the last three mm-hmm. years, so very experienced. 
and they know how to close out games where we're starting to try to give our uh, figure our, our, our feel in this uh, having a young team. So this is a great test uh, going into the break. And the one sophomore that starts is Alex Flattery for Sioux City East, and she has the ball now as the Black Raiders come out of the timeout in front of their own basket. They put up a shot. It's up and good by Taylor Drent, the coach's daughter, with her first field goal, Jimmy, of the night. Well, you, certainly she's, she's had her shots, been looking for it, but, uh, but that time had a strong move at the base and, uh, and finished. All right, Dowling with the basketball. Let's see, Sioux City East, uh, yeah, looks like they're doing that 2-3 zone with the guards chasing the Dowling guards as they stay parallel beyond the three-point arc. Underneath, they work it to uh, Gipple, the ball loose on the floor, and it's picked off by Sioux City East. Another turnover by Dowling. Here's Flattery with it. They work it down court. 5-10 remaining, fourth quarter. Dowling's lead now down to five. Their largest lead was 10 in the first half. And now a ball deflected and stolen away by Dowling. Here's Heller with it. Down the left side, Lisa Frazetiker. She'll work the three. It's up no good, but fouled as she shot. And she'll have three free throws coming as we have 4.55 remaining. Foul on Sioux City East, and that'll be on Megan Callahan, her third. Certainly, what if, if you learned anything from that first quarter is when you get that ball on, on a missed shot or a turnover, you got to go. Don't let these girls set up their zone, which has been uh, which has been causing uh, some problems with the uh, Dallin girls tonight. And it's a type of zone because the, the, the 2-3 zone, the two guards that are up top near the elbows, they've been chasing and playing more yeah. of a man, if you will, a, against Dowling. A normal 2-3 zone, the, the, the two top uh, girls at the free throw line usually stay and they play the wings. They play the area in, of they're in, in, yeah. In Sioux City East, is they're extending their 2-3 uh, their, their zone, so we're not able to dribble up, up uh, in the middle of the court. The way to beat that, in my opinion, is, is is bringing up your post girl up to the free throw line, throwing that pass over the top, and then attacking it from there. All right. All three free throws good by the freshman Ava Zedeker for Dowling. So she now has 13 points, and it's 37-29 Dowling. Low-scoring game. Long three up, missed everything. No good. Ball saved from going out of bounds by Taylor Drent, but into the hands of Zedeker. Down court it goes, and it's tipped out of bounds. In transition by Sioux City East to be dowling basketballs. And Maroons trying to push it, as you said. Flattery knocks it out. So the Maroons will inbound the ball. Julia Moore will inbound it. She's got uh, dowling, four of Dowling's five starters are in the contest right now. Heller, Zedeker, Tritton, the three freshman guards. And underneath, Heller, a wide-open shot. Good. They left it wide open for the left-handed layup. <laughs> Great penetrating play by, uh, by Marin on that. Uh, up with her left hand. And great recognition by her because uh, they were occupying Gipple underneath, and the gal who was guarding her didn't even know right. Heller went by her until the ball came through the basket. 39-29, Dowling by 10. Runes equal their largest lead. Four minutes remaining. We're halfway through the fourth quarter. Not a bad crowd here in the Dowling gym, but nothing like Friday night basketball. And now a great job by Julia Moore. She forced the turnover and tipped it in the hands of, Julie, uh, of Marin Heller. So the Black Raiders now, let's see, they got to get out of this zone. Down 10 with 340 remaining. Now they have fouls to give, Jimmy, three fouls on Sioux City East. Dowling has four, and Maroon's just going to play catch on the perimeter. Here's Gipple, the high post. Two more for three. It's up and short. But Gipple with the offensive board. And an inside pivot, and the shot is blocked. Blocked by Addie Harris, but rebounded by Dowling. So Addie Harris, the senior with the block for Sioux City East. The Maroons keep possession. Now here's Heller dribbling in the lane, pull-up jumper, no good. 
Rebound, Flattery, and Sioux City East. She had a good look, uh, attacked uh, the, the middle of the lane, had an open shot, take it every time. Good recognition, and now whistling a foul on Dowling as Moore cut off the uh, Megan Callahan for Sioux City East. And I think Julius picked up foul number four. Four, yeah. So that is the 15th foul on Dowling. Maroons have three timeouts remaining. Sioux City East, two. It's a non-shooting foul, so the Black Raiders will inbound the ball. And nearly a five-second call. It is a five-second call as uh, Addie Harris couldn't find anybody open. Great switch defense by, by Dowling on that. They moved Julia Moore off of, uh, off of Vondrick and, uh, and, and put her on uh, uh, Callahan. And, and that way, the switch, weren't expecting it, and uh, forced a five-second we credit Coach Danner or favor or Coach Meyer with that one? What do you think? You know, I've always said three. Coach Danner's doing a great job defensively, but you bring up Audrey Favor, who's a very talented basketball player in herself and brings a lot to the table as a coach. Yeah, she she was, uh, had quite the career here at Dowling, All-Stater, led him to a state title as a junior, and went to Creighton. T- tremendous career <laughs> at Creighton. Well, and, the reason uh, I say it is for our Sioux City listeners that are uh, – Listening tonight, yeah, she played at Creighton. She's on the Dowling bench now traveling on Sioux City East as they make the Addie Harris again, the senior post player, makes a move, and I think she changed her pivot foot, and that's what they got her for. Just dragged dragged her, her pivot foot a little bit, uh, got caught up. And now Dowling wants a timeout, and this will be, I believe, a <laughs> well, coach, 30-second timeout by Dowling as Coach Danner and Coach Meyer say, yeah, it'll work. 2.23 remaining, fourth quarter, 39-29, Dowling leading Sioux City East, this girls' contest. Maroons come in undefeated at 8-0. They're ranked sixth in Class 5A. Sioux City East was in the preseason top ten. They fell out of the top ten with two losses, both to ranked teams. They come in with a record of 6-2. and two. And the Black Raiders coming off a loss on Friday night, losing to Sergeant Bluff Luton 56-39 in Sergeant Bluff, Iowa. And Dowling coming away with a win at number seven, Southeast Polk on Friday night, 49-38, and again, we did from the Southeast Polk balcony. Are you still getting uh, well wishes and uh, uh, hellos from all the folks we met? Uh, I didn't realize so many Southeast Polk ne- people knew you. Yeah, I wish we had as many people uh, you know, looking at, at Dowling that I, I saw that night. Uh, you, you get up there on the track right above everything, yeah. great place to do a game, but you get a lot of traffic, and uh, it all worked out. All right, Dowling out of the uh, timeout has the basketball. Julia Moore. Along with Ava Zedeker, Marin Heller, and Gipple. Emma with the, or here's Zedeker with the shot, no good. Gipple with an offensive board. She has it poked out of bounds. Good hustle that time by Sioux City East, and I th- believe, let's see who poked it away. Yeah, it was on Taylor Drent, the coach's daughter, poked it away. Dowling win, bout it with Julia Moore. Also in there, Layla Tritton. As. Frericks is not in, though, one of the starters. So Heller, they go to a smaller lineup with Frericks on the bench and Heller in there. Now Sioux City East looks like they're still in that 2-3 with the, the guards extending their defense here, Jimmy. Well, it, it, it's pestered Dowling all night, and it's it's forced passes like that that are just marginal and and, uh, and, and forces a turnover, which... That's, that's the fifth turnover just the fourth quarter for Dowling. Yeah, Heller made the pass, and uh, Addie Harris with the steal. Now the other way we go. Sioux City East with the ball. They put up a shot. It's no good. Rebound Dowling. Zedeker with it over to Heller. 
Heller's not in a good spot. Right in front of us is near the sideline. You don't Never want to be get there. caught in the corner. Here's Zedeker fighting her way towards the baseline. Gives it to Gipple. Her shot partially blocked, but they call a foul on Sioux City East. And Emma Gipple to the line for free throws, and that'll be on Beling Tang, the six-foot senior with the foul. Downing's, Downing's done a great job knocking off about a minute about a minute and a half in, in, in the end of this fourth quarter uh, without really giving up anything. Uh, making your free throws is, is critical this time of the, uh, time of the game, and uh, certainly you want to see us uh, or, or these girls hit these shots. Gipple, a 55% free throw shooter, misses the first one. So she is now three of five at the line. Second one coming as we're tied at 39. 69 seconds remaining. Second one is good. So Dowling with an 11-point lead. This is their largest lead of the night over Sioux City East. Black Raiders in the front court, and they need shots and points in a hurry. As Flattery lobs it inside to Drent, and it's stolen away by Gipple. Down court, Tritton leaves it for Zedeker. She has it poked away. It's stolen away by Sioux City East. Both teams getting sloppy, and now Heller pokes the ball away as uh, Kayla Benson drives the basket. So we got good effort, good defense. You can't stop. You, you can't say they didn't have effort, but sloppy play at times. You know, sometimes you wonder if, if they're looking at the clock. Uh, you know, the Dowling girls, uh, you know, attacking the basket when you really don't need to, knocking off these the now, seconds on the And now Julia Moore has just fouled out. So Julia will foul out with uh, four points with 48 seconds remaining here. And that'll 48 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Julia Moore, the senior, fouling out. And Lauren Frerichs will check in. There's a young lady who leaves it all on the floor, Julia does. She certainly does. She, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, been, she's played so much more aggressive uh, in this season than I've seen any. But, you know, it's a lot of experience. All right, here is Sioux City East with the ball. Callahan all the way down the right side of the lane. Her shot no good. Rebound Gipple. Pressure in the backcourt by Sioux City East. And here's Frerichs with it. Over to Zedeker with 35 seconds remaining. Fouls to give by Sioux City East. There's one of them. That will be the fifth foul on the Black Raiders. And they'll have one more to give with 31 seconds remaining. Fouls on Von Drack, her first. Now we got a timeout by Sioux City East. And that'll be, they'll leave them with one. This will be a full timeout. We'll take one ourselves. 31 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. The Dowling Catholic girls leading Sioux City East. 40 to 29 from the Dowling Catholic Gym here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Do pets go to heaven? Now, personally, I was greatly traumatized by the classic movie dramatizing dog murder and revenge, All Dogs Go to Heaven. However, there is a grain of theological truth to the film. Dogs can't go to hell. Meriting heaven or hell comes from either living in intimate relationship with Christ or choosing something else that you love more. That kind of relationship, that kind of choice, is one that only humans have because we're the only creatures that God created in his own image, the image of love. Animals, who show affection or dislike out of instinct rather than out of reason and will, can't be held responsible for their actions and certainly can't enjoy or suffer any eternal consequences for them. So will pets be in heaven? It's possible, but only because God created earth as a sign of heaven, not because of their own merit and not because we just won't be happy without them. If God isn't enough for us, then we're not going to be happy in heaven, with or without Fluffy. For more, youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym as Sioux City East 
forced the foul while we were away, and that'll be on Megan Callahan. That'll be her fourth foul. That'll match her points for tonight. She has four points. 40 to 29, 25 seconds remaining. Both teams with 16 fouls, and now Zedeker gets the inbounds pass and is fouled, and she'll go to the line. The first of three one-and-ones potentially for Dowling. Fouls on Von Drack. That'll be her second. And the 17 foul on Sioux City East. And Ada Zedeker to the free throw line. 83% on the season. That was coming in tonight, so she is 27 for 32 at the line. And here we go. First one up and good. Well, She's been solid late, late in the games uh, on, on her free throws. Uh, as has Marin Heller, uh, but uh, Heller at 81% free thrower, Zedeker at 83% and growing makes a second. She makes them both, and these are freshmen that yes. are over 80% in their first year of varsity ball. And Dowling's lead is 42-29, 13 points, largest of the game. Long three up and good by Kayla Benson. Timeout, Sioux City East. That'll be their final timeout, and we'll take one also. 15 seconds remaining, 42-32, Dowling by 10 here on the Iowa Catholic. Radio Network. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. GoldenRulePHC.com And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. 15 seconds remaining. Dowling inbound the ball after the made three by Sioux City East Kayla Benson. Cutting the Dowling lead to 10, and now backcourt foul on the Black Raiders. And that'll be on Megan Callahan, and she fouls out with four points with 13 seconds remaining. That's the second player to foul out as Dowling's Julia Moore fouled out with 48 seconds. So two players, for each, one player for each team is fouled out in the final minute. And Emma Gipple at the free throw line here, Jim Cataldo. Well, we talked about it. You know, these girls have been pretty solid late in games. Uh, at that at the free throw line, and and it's just tremendous experience, especially your your young um, your young players, getting um, getting free throws late in games, especially when games are on the line. Second free throw, no good. So Gipple now with 13 points. Don't forget, we'll have the post game show here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. We'll tally up the scoring, and now a long three in the corner from the left side by Addie Harris, no good. Fight for the rebound, and Harris comes away with it. Her shot at the horn, no good. And this game has gone final. Dowling 43 and Sioux City East 32. So both teams go into the Christmas break. Following this contest as Sioux City East held the five points in that fourth quarter. As the Maroons outscored Sioux City East 9-5 in the fourth quarter. To win it, 43-32. So the Maroons improved to 9-0. They go into Christmas break with uh, number six ranking. 
And rankings are important in girls' basketball because rankings equal seeds. So if you're one of the top eight in any class, you're more than likely going to get a home seed, a number one seed in your regionals, which will be dictated and, and, and uh, assessed or rather assigned in February. And, of course, if you're seeds nine or rank nine through 15 or 16, you'll be a two seed. And uh, so that's how important it is. So the Black Raiders look, hoping to come down here trying to play up in their schedule and come away with the loss. But their strength of schedule builds up, and that may help them as they go back to uh, – Missouri River Conference basketball following the break. I, I certainly, I, I, I'm pretty impressed with uh, Sioux City East come down here. Uh, their their 2-3 zone caused uh, a lot of a lot of issues in, in the first quarter. Uh, as as you adjust, because you don't see that too much around here, but as you adjust to that uh, uh, throughout uh, the, the early part of the game, as, as the Dowling girls did, uh, they started to get more and more success, uh, forcing them to go man-to-man. Uh, and then that's where, where Dowling thrives. They, they just thrive in, in a man-to-man defense. Uh, it, you know, trying to get them back into the 2-3 zone, which they did. What well, was interesting how they forced, uh, forced their, their, their players up in, in guarding our, our, uh, our point guards higher on, on the court, which, again, causes a lot of issues with, with the Dowling girls. They started the fourth quarter with six turnovers uh, in the fourth quarter, five on the first five possessions. Uh, but, again, Dowling's uh, free throw shooting, uh, their rebounding, uh, their, their defense, as we've talked throughout the season, was uh, was just, again, on point, and that's what you love to see with a young team. Well, for the Black Raiders, they had one player in double figures. That was Kylie Von Drack. She finished with 10 points. I'm sorry, and then Alex Flattery, the sophomore, uh, finishing with 11 points. But uh, Taylor Drent, the coach's daughter and leading scorer, averaging 10.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, held to four points tonight. Two for two at the free throw line and one field goal, and that was in the fourth quarter, and uh, the uh, quasi-defensive coordinator for Dowling Catholic, Coach Joel Danner, he's got to be pretty happy but with that. We, we talk about that every game, haven't we? Uh, you go back to, to Roosevelt, Valley, Southeast Polk, and now tonight it's, uh, against Sioux City East is what Dowling has done is that they've, they've locked in on their top scores and have really limited, if you look throughout the, the nine games that we've played, uh, they've really limited their top scores. And, and again, no different th- uh, than tonight, uh, holding Trent to just uh, four points. Uh, you, you, you can't credit the, the defensive effort that these girls have shown uh, just over this, this short uh, season. No question about it. And for the Maroons, uh, they were uh, they had two players in double figures, led by Ava Zedeker, the freshman, had 15 points tonight. She was 5 for 5 in the fourth quarter at the free throw line. And Emma Gipple, I'll bet your bottom dollar, she would finish with a double-double. 13 points. We don't know how many rebounds uh, tonight for Dowling. And then Layla Tritton had all seven of her points in the first quarter of all things. So she finishes with seven points. Uh, Marin Heller off the bench with four points for the Maroons. And Julia Moore falling out with 48 seconds, finished with four points. And Laura Frerichs, Lauren Frerichs, another starter, did not score tonight. So Dowling led by Ava Zedeker's 15 points and Emma Gipple with 13. We'll take a break, come back, and we'll total some more scoring up and uh, visit with Coach Cataldo as the final score tonight, Dowling Catholic, a winner over Sioux City East. 43-32 here at the Dowling Gym. And we want to thank all our listeners from Sioux City who tuned in tonight along with the, uh, all the Dowling fans. As the Maroons, this will be their final game until next year. The Maroons will re- resume their schedule with a Tuesday-Friday matchup on January 4th on a Tuesday night in 2022. They'll take on Urbandale here at the Dowling Gym, and the Maroons will go to Waukee on Friday, January, 27th, or January 7th. That'll be a girl-boy doubleheader at both, both times. For Sioux City East, their next, their next game will be Monday, January 3rd. They'll take on number six out of Class 1A 
MMCRU, and that will be the trivia question going to break. What do those initials stand for up there? Because you're a Northwest Iowa guy. You go up there a lot on business, and we'll see if Coach Cataldo knows that. They'll also have games uh, that first week, January 11th, against Council Bluffs Lincoln at home. And on Friday the 14th, they'll take on Lamar's in Missouri Rivers Conference play. Council Bluffs Lincoln and Lamar's for Sioux City East that first week. We'll get the trivia. Don't be Googling it. Don't be uh, texting your boys up there in Northwest Iowa, Coach Cataldo. MMCRU is the initials, and that's who the Black Raiders play beginning of the new year. We'll take a break. Final score, Dowling Catholic 42, Sioux City 32. Back after these messages for the postgame show on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. How many times have you heard the complaint that church is boring, that we just do the same things over and over again? Well, the problem is not that church is boring, it's that we are bored. We are the problem. And not just with church, but with everything else. We have lost our childlike sense of wonder. G.K. Chesterton says that children have abounding vitality, and yet they want things repeated and unchanged. They always say, do it again, and the grown-up person does it until he's nearly dead. For grown-up people are not strong enough to exult in monotony. But perhaps God is strong enough to exult in monotony. It's possible that God says every morning, do it again to the sun, and every evening, do it again to the moon. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, 90.9 FM KLOX, Creston. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym while Coach Cataldo figures out what those alphabet uh, means. M-M-C-R-U. We're, uh, we're looking for an answer there, Coach Cataldo. I know you're waiting for – you just either Googled it or somebody's not answering their text. Final score tonight, <laughs> Dowling 43, Sioux City East 32 in a battle of 5A clubs. Dowling girls go to 9-0 and at the Christmas and New Year's break, and they're ranked sixth in Class 5A, Sioux City East, with back-to-back losses. Uh, they fall to 6-3, and three, and all three of their losses have been to ranked teams. So if you're, you're Coach Trent uh, – Coach Brian Trent, rather, in his fifth year at Sioux City East – you know, hey, you've, the second time you've come to Des Moines, you knocked off Gilbert in the Johnson tournament, but you're looking to play up, plus playing in your conference. And I think he uh, found out a lot about don't play a whole lot of zone. Dowling doesn't play a whole lot of zone, which is what he sees a lot up there in northwest Iowa. But they play tenacious man-to-man defense, whether it's on an 85-foot court or a 94-foot court. It makes no difference. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. And, and I, I think we could say something about uh, every every uh, Dowling Maroon that, that, that played tonight. I, you know, Ava scoring uh, 15 points she was she was very very solid uh in her shooting gipple we, we've talked about her time and time again but you talk about some of the girls who who uh who were really shining this uh, uh tonight and you look at, at layla trenton we talked about came out early in the in the game scoring seven points early uh i think that has to feel really really good for her as as, as a freshman uh you know uh julia moore who's who's coming up tonight uh her defense continues to be uh, rock solid, and and just her aggressiveness uh, throughout the young season has been outstanding. And then and then uh, Marin Heller, you know how she handles the ball, especially when uh, when they're trapping up up uh, up top in the, in the half court, has been uh, has been solid. Uh, turnovers have been low, 
But, uh, but again, you know, really solid night again by the Maroons defensively. The reboundings have been solid, and I think that's just been the key to success as you look throughout this season uh, has been their defensive play, their, uh, their, their rebounding, and then getting this team a lot of great experience and that's what uh, that's what we were seeing. And a different look, a Sioux City East team that came down and uh, you know, presented something different. Again, the final, Dowling 43, Sioux City East 32. And we're joined by the Dowling girls head basketball coach, and that is Kristen Meyer, along with uh, senior Julia Moore. And, uh, Coach, congratulations on the win tonight. Uh, you wanted something different? You said you'd play anybody, anytime, anywhere. Well, tonight it's here, and it's the, your friends from northwest Iowa, Sioux City East. And, I can f- calmly say, Jimmy, the series is now tied at one each, oh. Dowling and Sioux City. We can call them our friends now. <laughs> Two hours ago, I don't yeah. know who they were. <laughs> well, welcome. You brought this uh, young lady who I was just talking about you. I know you fouled out, Julia, but uh, I was, yes. was talk- talking Sorry, about Right, She earns all her fouls. Yeah, she does, and she earns everything. I mean, she's either got... She's either on or she's sitting on the bench. She's always, you know, when she's in the game, she's covering the whole court, and that's the kind of energy you want out of your team, and I think Everybody knows that. Julia's leadership is huge for your team this year, Coach. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that Julia kind of sets the tone for us with intensity, with just a kind of a fierceness, and she gets after it. She plays hard. She goes to get loose balls. She defends the other team's best offensive player. Um, she just, as you said, is a big leader for us, and I think the other girls kind of feed off of her energy. Well, they did tonight. You got off to a great lead. You led by eight at the end of the first quarter. You were up uh, at halftime by nine, and uh, – Talk about that first half and uh, some of the things you talked about at halftime that carried over from the first half. Well, we started out, I think they got up like 10 to 4 or something on us, and we were just turnovers. We, we struggled a little bit. And their zone, they play a really nice 2-3 kind of trapping zone, and we struggled a few times with trying to make some passes that weren't there. But we got a, quite a few uh, baskets in transition in that first half, which really saved us. We did a nice job defensively of being able to uh, get a stop, get a rebound, get out and push. So that helped us a lot. And then at halftime, we just talked about kind of being patient offensively, making easy passes. Although there's one time, I don't know if it was the third or fourth quarter, it felt like there was about six turnovers in a row there back was. and forth. Um, <laughs> he was it, trying to keep up, Coach. He, he was probably trying. couldn't. Um, but it, it kind of looked like a game that we were playing right in the middle of finals week, and that's probably my fault for scheduling this one. But when they had emailed and said, we're looking for a game, and I wanted to jump on it before someone else picked it up. So I knew the girls would be up for anything. They're, they're willing to just show up and play. Sure, and they did. Uh, you joined here on the postgame show, Mark Amadale, Jim Cataldo, and head coach Kristen Meyer, and she also brought with her Julia Moore, ready to make her uh, senior debut on the microphone. Coach? She's a junior. Junior. What? Why do I have yeah. her? Do I oh, we're keeping juniors? her another year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. I'm sorry. We might even try to keep senior. her an extra COVID year I, if they I let did, us. I did that to Frerichs the other night. I had yeah. her as a senior. It just seems like they've been around for four years. They maybe. have been <laughs> around, and we like it. <laughs> COVID year, yeah, for the high school. That's perfect. Well, Julia, welcome to the postgame show. Congratulations on the win. I know you went out with, what, uh, 48 seconds left. That happens. But <laughs> yeah. we like how you play. I mean, you've been Thank doing you. that uh, your whole career. I mean, mm-hmm. Coach Catala could use you on the, you know, help with the football guys. I mean, some <laughs> of those guys, you know, they take time off. They get 30 seconds between plays. Mm-hmm. But out here, you cover an 85-foot court. You're on, on every end of it. You're diving for loose balls. And I mm-hmm. like how your shot's getting better. You had four points tonight. Yeah. But that energy, you know, that energy you have feeds everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, talk about that. Talk about the matchup with Sioux City East tonight. Um, so last or my freshman year, we lost going to state. So it was kind of a little redemption game for me, Emma, and Lauren, and some of the other returning players. 
we kept remembering um, what happened and we're, we were 8-0 going into the game and we wanted to have the perfect record going into Christmas break. We're having a good season and for me, I know I have to be a leader this year, being like an upperclassman now. So just working to push, keep energy, keep control with the team because with the young players, sometimes you get a little frustrated and rush. So just slowing, slowing the game down. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Julie, I, I you know, we, we talk about uh, just just your overall play this year, the confidence that that, that you're bringing this mm-hmm. year, the the way you're attacking the basket, uh, more offensively uh, than you have in in, in yeah. a year, and in, in, you know, three years in that experience, you know, talk about what what has led to some of that confidence that you've had in your offensive side this year rather than we know you're, you're going to be a defensive stopper we know yeah. you're you're going to play really really hard which which you know i love you know but but this year you're, you're attacking the basket more you look like you're so much more confident in being an mm-hmm. offensive threat talk about what's led to that this year well i know this year i especially have to be more of a leader and so i've kind of been practicing getting my shot off more and taking it to the rim harder in practice which is leading to more confidence in the game you, you know you talked about the game you guys had just two years ago, and, yeah. and uh, you know we talked about that in the pregame uh, show, and and certainly it's it's a game that that just that just hits you right in the gut, and and to come here tonight and and and, and play these guys back, uh, I'm sure, you know, I guess the, the question I have: Who was texting Caitlin Clark tonight to let her know <laughs> how this how this went? Because you know it, it it's certainly not 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 a game that that, that she certainly want to leave on, but but again yeah. she's doing some great things and the experience mm-hmm. she had, but. But to come back tonight and play a team that, that got you that night, yeah. uh, that had to feel good. Yeah. And we had some of our, like, the players that were on our team at, when we played them come and watch. So that was fun to see them after the game and kind of win for them too. That, 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 that's great. Well, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, congratulations on the win. As you mentioned, you're undefeated going yes. into uh, almost the halfway point of the season. You're, mm-hmm. uh, what, up to a 22-game season. Coach, yes. Coach added this extra game. And uh-huh. now you start the grind. Coach awesome. Coach Coach Cataldo talked about well, we the, love. the grind. <laughs> Tuesday, Friday, Tuesday, Friday with a couple Saturdays thrown in there, and, and that starts in January. So yeah. what goes on during the, the Christmas break? What's Coach told you? Christmas and New Year's break, uh, I'm sure you're going to regroup and get back with your families yeah. and then come and regroup. We'll talk about that, Julia. So we'll have the next few days off during finals week and then over Christmas. So we'll spend time with our family. And then on the 27th, I think, maybe, something like, something like that, we'll be back and we'll push hard for a few days and We'll have a scrimmage, and then we'll be ready for our next few games. Well, you better hope Coach doesn't get caught in a snowstorm in old wine because then everything will be canceled, so you might yeah. get an extra day off. But that, yeah. that probably won't happen. We haven't seen we'll that. See. We'll see. <laughs> well, Julia, congratulations. Anybody you want to give a shout-out out there that might be listening or listening to this broadcast or somebody just in um, general? My grandparents that are watching online and my friends and family that came to watch. All right, where are your grandparents at? Here in Des Moines? Um, no, Washington and Arizona. Oh my goodness! Uh huh. That you can be there this time of year in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, Brad, I'm actually going for a few days over Christmas. Good so. for you. Well, congratulations you on the win. Thanks for all you do, and it's, it's, it's fun to watch you and, and to broadcast these games with uh, energy like you possess there, yeah. Julia. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, Coach Meyer. I, I just heard what the the protocol is, the practice plan for the next few weeks, or. Yeah, we got one week off, and then then we'll hit it hard again. I thought so. You said I'll watch a little film. Yeah, scrimmage, 
yep. going away here. Uh, going to go up to Ankeny scrimmage. Ankeny, Bishop Garrigan, and uh, a Council Bluffs team. Ah, Bishop Garrigan. Yeah. You'll have the young lady in the post to deal with there. Oh, yeah. She, she is, does a really nice job. She and they've does. got some guards, too. Yes, they so. do. And Ankeny High has been doing really well as well. I saw that. Well. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be good uh, just kind of break up the, the Christmas break uh, schedule of practices. So we're looking forward to it. It'll give Julia somebody else to, uh, you know, take her frustrations out besides the practice here at Dowling. She can go and, you know. That's true. Yeah, that, we're Ankeny. having a hard time getting a practice scout team of guys because Julia beats them up too much. <laughs> I wondered about that. Well, <laughs> Julia, get... just remember you cannot foul out in a scrimmage. <laughs> oh, 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 she knows. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet she does. <laughs> well, if you, if you use Coach Cataldo's sophomore football players that you know that got cut from the basketball team, and they're out there, you're not getting a good look. I mean, we're better off coming out there and giving them a better look, but uh, nonetheless. Are, are you volunteering yourself to come in over I, break? I am so beat up. I mean, <laughs> ankle, knee, hip, you, you call it. I'm pushing 60, so come on, Coach. But, That's uh, fair. We did see Coach Cataldo. Wasn't that – was that a sprint we saw when she went – Coach Meyer went from the baseline all the way in front of us? Incredible. To, de- debating, debating the uh, tie-up. And a timeout. There's the no time way out. she had possession. It's, 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 it's the most emotion that I've seen out of you in six years, <laughs> and and it's it's that. There is no way great. she had possession. We, we, I, I think it probably pulled a hammy from that. <laughs> that's what Coach Wilson said when he did that in the state championship game in football. He did the same thing. Yeah. Went from about the 30-yard line outside the box all the way down the 10 to call a timeout. That reminded me of uh, that I just, situation. I didn't agree with that one. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't ride real hard on it, but I didn't think she had possession. The, guy, the guys did a great job, Coach. Best of luck to you during the holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to both of you and the team. And coming out of the break, you uh, you go right at it. you got Urbandale here on January Urbandale, 4th. Then, then Waukee, at Waukee on, yep. the, and then Valley on the 7th. And uh, Johnson. Johnson. So nothing, just the grind as we yeah. talked to Julia about, the grind. We won't worry about it for the next week, then we'll look at things. It'll be right. good. Stay healthy, and we mm-hmm. look forward to seeing you next year. But congratulations on the first half of the year. 9-0, and ranked 6. You're in a good spot. Yeah, we feel really good about it. We're excited to uh, take a couple of days off and then come back and, and test ourselves against some tough competition. Absolutely, and uh, do well in your test, Julie. I know you will. I will. Of course. Right. All right. Thank All right, you, Thanks coach. for broadcasting our games. You bet, Coach. That's uh, Kristen Meyer and Julia Moore joined us here on the postgame show. Best of luck to both of them, and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to both. And uh, what do we got? We got one more break left, so we'll take our final break, come back. We'll go through the stats one more time. Again, the final. Dowling girls defeat Sioux City East 43-32 to improve their record to 9-0 at the Christmas break. And Sioux City East falls to 6-3. And And we'll return with final thoughts after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. You get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
I'm back at the Dowling Catholic High School gym on Monday night, girls basketball, and it was Dowling defeating Sioux City East 43-32. I want to thank our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Ashworth Vision Clinic, Mercy One, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Mark Amadillo joined by uh, Jimmy Cataldo. I want to thank Kristen Meyer and Junior Julia Moore for joining us here on the postgame show earlier. And let's go through our final statistics. And uh, Coach Cataldo, you got the field goal percentages and others, so take Certainly. it away. Certainly. Dowling uh, for, the, for the game goes uh, 11 of 26 from the field. Uh, just three of thirteen from three, which you know is a tell because you know against a zone team you got to certainly hit your perimeter shots, uh, but but they, that was made up by by great rebounding tonight, uh, both uh, offensive and defensive rebounds. Sioux City East, uh, twelve of twenty six uh, for the game from the field, and just one out of ten on on three. So I it just it just shows a little bit of the defense really steps up, forces those perimeter shots, which are really tough to hit. Uh, uh, on the perimeter, but you look at the turnovers, and I, uh, Coach Meyer, Meyer mentioned it uh, in the post game. Uh, you know, in the fourth quarter, they have uh, six turnovers, uh, five on the first five possessions, uh, 18 turnovers for the game, which I know uh, uh, will either her a little bit when she watches the film. Uh, but you know, it was it was uh, washed out by Sioux City East, who uh, who has uh, 17 turnovers for the game. Yeah, Sioux City East averaged a 12 and a half turnovers a contest. Dowling averaged 15 and a half. A contest, and that might be a credit to both teams' defense and how they aggressive they play and forcing both teams' offenses Certainly. to uh, throw the ball over, throw the ball away. So uh, that's a good point. Well, let's start with the scoring once again. We'll round that out. Two City East with two players in double figures. The one three you mentioned was by Kayla Benson in the fourth quarter. So Sioux City East uh, did not hit a three, like you said, Jimmy, until the fourth quarter. The leading scorer for Sioux City East was Alex Flattery, the lone sophomore with the four seniors at start. Flattery with 11 points. She was one for three at the free throw line. Uh, Kylie Von Drack uh, finished with 10 points. She was two of three at the free throw line. Rounding out scoring for Sioux City East, Megan Callahan with uh, four points before fouling out with 13 seconds remaining. And uh, Taylor Drent, the coach's daughter, uh, with four points, two for two at the free throw line, held the one field goal in the fourth quarter for her four points. And finally, uh, Kayla Benson with three points, and that was the three, her lone field goal uh, of the night uh, for Sioux City East, who uh, played, I think, about 10 players. Ivy Melhoff, Ellie Harris, uh, both got in the ball game, did not score. Addie Harris, uh, the the sister of Ellie, got in the ball game, did not score. And Beling Tang, uh, another senior, got in the ball game and did not score. Sioux City East went 5 of 8 at the free throw line. For Dowling Catholic, the runs were led by the freshman Ava Zedeker with 15 points. She went... Uh, Five for five at the free throw line all in the fourth quarter and hit a pair of three-pointers for her 15. And Emma Gipple, I'm sure she got the double figures in rebounding, but she had finished with 13 points. And Emma uh, tonight went five of eight at the free throw line and finished with 13. Rounding out scoring for Dowling Catholic, Layla Tritton, the 5'8 freshman, finished with seven points all in the first half. Four points for Marin Heller off the bench for the Maroons. And Julia Moore, who we talked to in the postgame show, finishing with four points. Macy Downing got in the ballgame for Dowling, did not score. Also, uh, Lauren Frerichs, another starter, did not score for the Maroons. As Dowling improves its record to 9-0, ranked 6-5A, and and Sioux City East falls to 6-3 and and unranked in Class 5A. So that will wrap things up. Coach Cataldo, thank you for uh, 
being part of the broadcast this year for the girls' games will we'll come out hard Tuesday, Friday, all the month of January and, and half of February, Tuesday, Friday, until the postseason. So we got about six weeks of uh, grinder basketball, as I say, home and away. Sure. And it should be a fun season, especially watching the Dowling girls and the boys who are off tonight uh, play. Well, you know, going uh, 9-0 and at the break uh, is probably a great time just to regroup yourself and, and uh, as, as Coach Myers said, you know, give them some time off. Uh, but uh, you, you can't expect anything better than what they're at right now, uh, especially turning into the to the grind as, as we call it at the beginning of the year. But you know, thank you for having having me on. Uh, it's, it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, Want to wish you and your family a merry Christmas, thank of you. course. And uh, should be a lot of fun over the next uh, next week or so. All right, safe travels to you. I know you're out of town once in a while on business, but uh, hopefully you find time for your beautiful wife Jennifer and your kids. Get a chance to get together and. Uh, Keep those cars uh, in action. Keep those cars running. You know, you, I know you're in, you always the auto repair man. You're always looking for somebody, but uh, keep that going. I know. I, no, <laughs> I, the, the, the last thing I need is anything, anything that I need to sink more money into. Well, don't put retread tires on. I mean, Everything the, goes into tuition now. Oh, I see. Well, you're putting a lot into retread tires, I hear. You know, I, I don't understand That's that. You know, <laughs> you need tires, get good ones. Come on. Jimmy, thank you, and uh, thanks for all you do. And on the football side and, of course, on the basketball side, appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next year when we come out in January. All right, Jimmy Cataldo, my uh, broadcast partner tonight. I want to thank him along with everybody here at Dowling Catholic High School. Athletic Director Tom Wilson, who is our halftime desk, our thanks to him and the folks in the Dowling Athletic Office, Michael Connor, Colleen Webb. Our studio producer, of course, is Jennifer Phelps. And, hey, i got to say hats off to uh, the per- folks in the IT department here at Dowling, Michelle Jameson and Dola Osaga. They did a great job as, with uh, getting our hookup all squared away here in the Dowling gym throughout the season. Uh, for all the folks at Iowa Catholic Radio, Jimmy Olson and, uh, of course, uh, Matt Wilcom, our thanks to them and all they do behind the scenes and all the, the folks behind the scenes for helping us out. Uh, give a shout-out to Greg Richwine, our our IT guy, another IT guy up in uh, Elkhart, appreciate him. And, of course, our business underwriters and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, 45 years on the air broadcasting Dowling Sports. Uh, thank the, uh, also want to thank the Sioux City East folks, head coach uh, Brian Drent and his team, and appreciate uh, visiting with Brian earlier today, getting uh, kind of a perspective on his team. And if you get a chance to watch Iowa State women's basketball, uh, the young lady who uh, helped beat Dowling a few years ago, Nyamir Du, plays for uh, – Iowa State and Coach Bill Finley after she went to Bowling Green and then uh, transferred to Iowa State, has four years left, and she is contributing on that team. So nice shout-out to Coach Drent uh, coaching her throughout high school. And, uh, of course, everybody here, uh, Kristen Meyer, I want to thank to uh, our thanks to Julia Moore and everybody behind the scenes here at Iowa Catholic Rio. Thanks to those two for being part of our postgame show. For my broadcast partner, Jimmy Cataldo, and, of course, Jimmy – uh, helps out with the girls, and Steve Devenny helping with the boys. Appreciate all they do. And for Jennifer Phelps, this is Mark Hamadale saying goodnight and so long from the Dowling Gym. Final score once again, Dowling 43, Sioux City East 32 in girls class 5A basketball. From all of us here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, have a safe and blessed, faith-filled Christmas and New Year's week. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.